I'm Logan. And I'm Ryan. And this is Automatic for the People. It's automatic. It's automatic. It's automatic. Hey everybody, welcome back to Automatic for the People, a Mr. Robot podcast. Uh, much uh, late Mr. Robot podcast. Um, but it's the holidays. Work is crazy. People are sick, and there's a lot of traveling going on. So, sorry, it sucks, but hey, we're here, and uh, I think, I don't think we've talked about it. Um, I'm going to send out a tweet uh, here tonight. We talked about doing a special holiday episode, like talking Christmas movies, since this is a Christmas special like the whole season's Christmas, um, and I, we could probably talk Jacob into it if his if he's got a voice, and at least get some like uh, answers about Christmas movies from like Spencer and probably Adam, and you know stuff like that. So I I still think it would be fun to do, and I still want to try to get to two hundred episodes, although. Unbeknownst to us, the freaking finale is airing this Sunday as a two-hour finale, rather than splitting it up into two final episodes. So, that came as a surprise. <laughs> I did, yeah, I didn't know. Um, I mean, that's great, but it, it definitely messes with our episode count, and... I, I'm going to bet money we're not going to be able to talk about the finale until after Christmas, right? Probably. I mean, because it's just going to be chaos next week. Christmas being in the middle of the week is troublesome. <laughs> to say the least. So yeah, we got what the Christmas party on Sunday. What day is Christmas? Wednesday. Wednesday. Unless some by some miracle we get it done Monday, then yeah, I, I don't see us getting it done on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. So yeah, and I mean, I so I have to work Christmas. I have to work Monday night, Tuesday night, and Wednesday. I have to work all next week. So. Uh, yeah, uh, it's going to be twice as difficult for me. Plus, we do want to, like, definitely get, uh, well, we're going to do a wrap-up episode anyway, right? Uh, Jess definitely wants to come on and talk about the show. And, and while I'm there next week, we're going to try to work out the logistics of a live show. Uh, so I guess one weekend night, maybe the weekend after Christmas? We can try to do a live show and talk about whatever with anybody that wants to join us. Um, we'll work on that next week. I don't know. It's been chaos, and it's going to keep being chaos. Um, I love that we're getting to end 2019 with the f- series finale of our favorite TV show, but it's also created a, like, we don't have time. <laughs> So, 
Um, anyway, all that to say, uh, we we apologize, but there's still stuff coming, and there's still some special stuff coming. Hopefully, people will enjoy. The show's not over yet, folks. So we're talking about season four, episode ten, gone, which continues <laughs> the aptly named episode. Yeah, Elliot's gone. And now Elliot's so is gone. Dom. <laughs> Dom's gone. Darlene is kind of gone. <laughs> um, I mean, spoilers. Sorry, everybody, but I, I mean, where do you want to start with this episode? I mean, is this the me. end of Dom and Darlene for us? Like, is this the end? Or do we get that, like, Shawshank Redemption ending where the two, like, reunite on a beach? You know, and it's just, like, cut away to them, you know, meeting back up with each other. That would be cool. So... Oh, I mean, I know we just jumped straight to the end, but since we're there, I do want to bring up something I thought was really fun and like a unique kind of perspective. So they have this whole kind of star-crossed lover thing going on, Dom and Darlene, and it's fun and it's cute and it's also dangerous and like it's all great. And then they have that moment like, Dom decides she's going to stay. Darlene is definitely leaving. But Dom also tells Darlene, like, I have a contact. Like, when you're ready to grow up and join the, the world again, like, I think this is what you should do. Uh, it's, it's like internet security or whatever. Cyber police. And she's like, you know, you want me to become the fuzz or whatever, she says. And... But on the flip hand, on the flip side of that, um, Darlene is trying to push Dom saying, you are so like caught up in this machine that you have nothing for yourself. Like that's the whole point of that Darlene and Dom stuff in this episode, at least to Dom, like you've spent your whole life following these rules playing this game and like look what it's got you nothing but more anxiety more fear just more tension like just a life that isn't fun like leave that behind and they're both trying to tell each other those things and by the end of the episode i feel like they inadvertently swap places like do what the other one's trying to get them to do or maybe not inadvertently like she gets off the plane uh, Darlene gets off the plane because she can't handle doing it by herself Dom goes back to the plane because she wants to try to to uh, be with Darlene or whatever her reasons are so she's actually on a plane to where was she going? Uh, I don't remember now. Um, uh, Budapest? Like, Budapest? Yeah, Budapest. She's leaving the country. And Darlene it's is still staying. Ross and Rachel where Ross goes to France but decides to go looking for Rachel. And Rachel winds up on the plane and she winds up in France. 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, mean I, I hate that because I hate Friends. But, well, I don't hate it. I just don't enjoy it. Um, but, yeah, that is very much that. Um, this is maybe the most traditional type of uh, episode we've ever seen from this show. Like, it has all these tropes in it. And it's still so masterfully done. I was blown away when uh, she was in that little airport bookstore thing. And you just hear, Dom? Dom, is that you? Yeah, that caught me off guard major. How you doing, Dom? (laughs) (laughs) Or whatever he says. It was just like, what is going on? And we get Bobby Cannavale back as Irving for just this brief moment in time, which I think proves the a the the amount of class that he has as an actor and the appreciation he has for the work that this show's done and that he did on the show because he was phenomenal but just to come back in and do because i mean his story's over like what does it matter like you don't like have to have the guy up with an axe he's like yeah that was fun <laughs> It's like, take care of yourself, Dom. <laughs> um, he does serve a purpose, you know, in, in letting her off the hook, you know, for the for all the uh, running away stuff. Like, he gives her that, like, he, he is a deus ex machina, you know, kind of thing. But there's plenty of other ways to achieve that without having him come back. So... It was really nice, but it also is yet another trope of like, hey, this show is ending. Like, what characters can we reconnect with before we go? Oh, how how do we get him back in? Oh, here, we got this. But it doesn't feel shoehorned. Like, the book tour thing, like, he was talking about his effing book in all of season three. <laughs> well, I mean... It just goes to show you at heart, he is the car salesman guy. Oh, absolutely. He, you know, he just pro- somehow wandered into that life of crime that he was living. But at heart, he's a, he's just a dirtbag. I mean, that's really all he is. He's a car salesman. And somehow he sold his book to a publishing company. <laughs> uh, it... It's so fun. It, it It's awkward and tense, but it's such a fun scene to have these two actors playing it completely opposite ways. Like, he's playing it as like he ran into a friend at the airport, and she's playing it like this dude is about to kill her. And it, well, it's, she thought the same thing when she saw uh, what's-his-name sitting on the bed. That she's like, I'm was, just... Just here Joey, to help my boy Elliot out. <laughs> Joey Badass is an unappreciated genius as an actor. Like, just hands down. 
Leon is one of the best characters of the last decade. Yeah, I want to see the Leon and Dar the misadventures of Leon and Darlene. That's what I want to see. Tom, all like when he's like cool with Elliot Darlene, all I can think about is like he's almost completely directly responsible for the death of two people that you considered friends. <laughs> and you just leave that alone. But I mean, whatever, it works and it's fun. And he's just like, Do I know you when he sees Dom? <laughs> he starts talking about uh uh What's the movie he starts talking about? Three Days of the Condor? And he's uh, like, you're an FBI agent? You've never seen that? <laughs> the con- I don't remember what it is. It is so freaking funny. And there's this slight ominous feeling when she's like, I've never been this way. to Where are they going? Connecticut? I've never been this way to Connecticut. He's like, yeah, we're going the back way. I'm like, oh, God, is he still working for the Dark Army? But then he goes on that whole rant about uh, illiterate. He's like, you don't know your Vonnegut. And, you know, it just, it's purely on and so phenomenal. So phenomenal. Um, no Elliot in this episode except for that one little scene. Um, and we, we just hear, I'm not done. So... I get the feeling our last three episodes are going to be really Elliot heavy. Um, Back to my original question, though. Is this the end of Dom and Darlene for this show? For the most part. I mean, I don't don't think so. But then again, you know, it's very much possible if it is, are you okay with that being the end of their story? Um, yeah, because Darlene's going to go to wherever and meet up with her contact. And, um, I mean, not Dart. Dom is going to go meet up with her contact and kind of do the happily ever after thing. But, I just got this feeling that either she'll come back or Darlene's going to go looking for her. I mean, it does kind of set up what could be a fantastic spinoff for Dom. Like, it really does. Oh, yeah. That would be great. I know we're not getting that. I know we're not getting it. And that's fine. But I think it absolutely does set it up. And it would be effing fantastic. So, um, so yeah, this whole episode is really just about, uh, wrapping up that relationship and kind of like what the plan is from here. Um, there's just there's not a lot to really dig into right or or am I just missing something no it's not it wasn't a 
I mean, the last few episodes haven't been too deep at all. Everything's right on the surface. Um, it, I, it leaves us with more questions about what's going to happen with Dom and Darlene. What is Elliot up to? Um, it basically just opens the doors for the last three episodes. Um, and I got a feeling that, that even the, the next episode is not going to give us very many answers. And the last two, the two hour finale is going to just be like wham, bam, hit you in the face. Kind you know, kind of stuff. Where everything happens like really, really rapidly, kind of like the end of season three or season two. And the, and the end of season one, I mean, because it was a lot of build up. And then at the end, it was just like, bam, 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 bam. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we've still got a lot of questions that we don't have answers for. I'm okay if we don't get answers for everything. I'm I'm okay with a little ambiguity, but there's there's definitely some answers that we need before we we leave this show. Um, and most of it does concern Elliot and White Rose. I think everybody else we've been given a good enough end to their story. Like that, that's just it for Dom and Darlene. Then that's okay. You know, I'm okay that they both survive. I'm okay. If we don't even get a reconciliation or reunion or whatever between the two of them, like from where we leave it, we get the very real feeling that they're both going to be okay. Like, uh, I mean, Darlene even says it, but, like, they, it, have you ever seen The Graduate? <laughs> no. Okay. It kind of feels like the end of The Graduate, but they're not together. So, spoilers for The Graduate. Like, the whole thing is, like, it's Dustin Hoffman. Uh, it's, like, his big breakout, and, um... I mean, I know enough about it to not even... That's why I've never seen it. Like, well, I basically know the whole movie. And yeah, I've never even sleeping, seen five minutes of it. <laughs> he's sleeping with the older lady, Anne Bancroft. And I think that's who it is. And But he's in love with her daughter. But he's sleeping with her. And then, like, they have a falling out. And she's going to get married to somebody else. And then he shows up at the wedding. Stops the wedding at the end. And they both get on a bus and leave together. And they're all like happy and like excited and like the camera just stays on them as the bus is driving off and they just do this thing where like they realize like it's exciting and then slowly but surely the the implications and like of what they just did starts like laying into them and it's just like this five minute steady shot of them like slowly but immediately regretting the decision that they just made because like you can't go back from that <laughs> you know uh, 
if you can, but nothing's ever going to be the same, you know, like right. you left a dude at the altar, you know, for a guy that was sleeping with your, I think it was her mom. God, it's been so long since I've seen it. Um, he was definitely sleeping with an older lady. I, I was pretty sure it was her mom either way. Um, and like he broke up a wedding and like has all this other baggage and, and it's just, it's not a happy ending. This feels like that, except because they're not together, it is a happy ending. Like, maybe eventually they do come back together, but they both have to go through whatever they have to go through before they can can reconcile, you know? So, she need, Dom needs to learn to let go of and be a little more spontaneous or whatever. And Darlene needs to be way more grounded than she's ever been because she just lives in the clouds. So I if, just, I, I really enjoyed it. If they do, if Dom and Darlene do wind up back together, I would like to see it in like a time jump situation, like jump right, ahead absolutely. to a Christmas a year from now. And you see them on a beach somewhere you know, sipping Mai Tais and, you know, at Christmas time and it's, you know, sunny and nice outside and they're in some other country on a beach. Um, what if it becomes like, well, you don't watch Killing Eve either. Um, but like a catch me if you can kind of scenario where Dom is just chasing after Darlene. And they like kind of do like rendezvous and then Dom gets away and then uh, our darling gets away. Dom chases her again, catches up with her. Can't really bring her in. You know, they have the another you know, kind of a on again, off again thing. That would be fun. Obviously, we can't see that play out in you know five minutes of an episode, but right. there, there's just so much potential to where their story could go. I'm okay with leaving it open because they're both okay. So. It's nothing but like, oh, well, they'll, they'll be okay. Whatever it is, they'll figure it out and they'll work it out. Whether together or not, they both seem like they're going to be okay. My only worry is that because Darlene didn't get on the plane, she's now still very close to Elliot and could wind up. Because she was very adamant about, like, I'm not going, like, even him saying, like, you can't go with me, she doesn't even try. She doesn't protest. She does. She's just like, I'm not going with you. I'm done. That was my out. I'm out. So, um, how do you feel about, and we kind of knew this was coming, but how do you feel about the show just being this updated version of Robin Hood? Um... It doesn't bother me at all. I mean, we knew it from the beginning. Like, that was the point. The redistribution of wealth. What did you think about not knowing what the amount was? Um, I liked that that was not a thing. Yeah, me too. Because uh, it, it, you know... Like maybe it was three thousand dollars. Like everybody just got three thousand dollars for Christmas, you know. Okay, maybe it was forty thousand uh, dollars. Who knows, you know? 
My only struggle with it is like she talks about everybody's e-coin stuff. Like, was this just a U.S. thing? Was it had to be right? Like, there's no way you. I mean, if you're talking about eight billion people, I mean, what are they? That's why thousand dollars a piece. Yeah, that's why I'm glad that it wasn't. Well, not eight billion people don't have bank accounts, so. Well, yeah, that's, that, which also creates another issue with their whole redistribution of wealth thing. <laughs> and it went through e, it went through the e-coin thing. Right. So I would, I assumed it was the U.S. Like because there hadn't been there had been some talk, but not a ton of talk about uh, it becoming uh, like the. Uh, monetary unit of other nations. Like I know that, like they, that was a topic of conversation, but I don't know where they ever like landed. I know it was. There's a whole thing about like, oh, it's stronger than the dollar and blah blah, blah like whatever. But still, you know, that, that doesn't mean they're taking it in Denmark, you know. <laughs> so, or overwhelmingly using it in Denmark. Or anything like that. No, I mean, I'm... I'm, That's why I'm good with the... Not explaining all of that. Like, we don't really need to know all that to understand the point of the... Right, yeah. Um, It does bother me, though, because I'm like... You didn't just take money from rich Americans. You took money from the wealthiest people on the planet. So, like, that, if you're redistributing that wealth, it should go everywhere, not just to, like, the people. But maybe that's the point. Like, it still creates a disparity. Like, and maybe he's kind of backdoor. Uh, showing you the like that yeah it's a grand and noble idea sure I guess but it also doesn't work like you're always going to have a disparity because not everybody is playing on the same field that you are sure there might be more people playing on this field than any other field but there's still going to be 8,000 people that are playing on a field that you didn't even know existed so what about those people? <laughs> you know, um, it's just really interesting. All that really made me think. So, um, I'm trying to think of what else we get to in this episode. I feel like I could talk about the Leon stuff till I'm blue in the face because it's all just fantastic. Yeah, he's super. He needs to do more stuff. Did you ever Did you ever get caught up on Gronish? Yeah. So you saw the episodes that he was in. Oh yeah, that's right. I was I forgot. Well, you know, I watched it and I was like, I know that guy from somewhere. I didn't even put it together. <laughs> yeah, he's in like the tail end of the last season. He may be in some of this season. I don't know. I, it starts back up in January. 
Um, but he's playing himself, so it's a little bit different. But still, like, he's really good. Yeah, I guess it didn't hit me that that... I guess I didn't remember his name or something. Yeah, he's the guy that... uh, She goes... Yeah, she's trying to get him to look at her boyfriend's art, but he winds up wanting her to... Yeah. Oh. He's he's just... He's so phenomenal. And I I don't... I'm I'm not going to be... I'm not going to be like, well, I'm so glad that... uh, Sam Esmail and his his group discovered that he was... I mean, obviously, the dude was talented from the jump. But, like, that he got to do something like this with these people. Like, I hope it leads to more things. Like, very much in the same vein, uh, like, um, uh, what's his name from... uh, uh, That show that just ended with The Rock... The football show. Who, the Rock? Uh, ballers? Yeah, Ballers. Uh, Ricky Jarrett. Uh, Denzel Washington's kid that plays Ricky Jarrett. Yeah, like, he's awesome. I, I, I wouldn't say that, like, oh, that show led him to... Because he's in the new Christopher Nolan movie. I don't think that that show necessarily led him... To be Black Klansman got him his. See, I've been saying Black Klansman. That's the problem. I, Black Klansman probably either, led to him getting in the Christopher Nolan movie. I but, know everybody raved about that movie, and him and Adam Driver had to be great for if everybody's raving about that movie. Yeah. So I need to watch that. I forgot he was in it, but. Anyway, point being that, like, I don't want to be like, well, Ballers put him on the map. and But, like, that's the thing I recognized him from first. And the whole time I watched the show, I'm like, this guy's so good. And now he's doing, much like Rami Malek, like, now he's doing other big things. And it's fun to to see those people branch out. Like, it worries me that we're not going to see some of these other people from this show again. Like in anything this high profile, um, not that it's super high profile, but I mean, you know, it's high enough. So uh, Grace Gummer deserves her own damn show, whether it's about Dom or not. She deserves her own show, or her own movie, or whatever. She's fantastic. So, um, yeah, I was just looking her up. She was in a mini series about the Ebola virus. I want to check that out. <laughs> That's it. Um, but yeah, I mean, th- this is about as straightforward an episode as you could possibly get. I mean, there's just no... Nothing to really dissect. I mean, everything is above board. Nothing is uh, veiled or hidden or... You know, like, ooh, what does this mean? Ooh, what does that mean? It's just like, nope, here it is. Um, and honestly, after the last few weeks, like, it's kind of nice. Um, I'm looking forward to 11 and the finale. I mean, we're in, in less than five days. We're going to be done with this show. 
It's been fun, and but I can't say that it's. I'm glad it's ending, and it's ending on its own terms. On top of that, yeah, <laughs> I'm always happy for that. Like, I, I, I like it when a show doesn't overstay its freaking welcome. Like, so you haven't been watching Watchmen, have you? No, I, I haven't. Well, there's nine episodes, and they're talking like that's it. There's probably not going to be a second season. If there is, it's not going to be anytime soon. But if that's the nine episodes, then that's it. And like, I watched it, and I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, if that's it, then that's it. Like, it's fine. Like, if you don't have something to say, don't keep trying to say something. And, you know. Uh, yeah, it's I, really annoying when a show just exists because just to exist because people are watching it when there's nothing. I mean that that's what com, that's what network comedies are for. Yeah, and that's not what it's like. I, yeah. Now I watch Law and Order religiously, but it's like why is this show still on the air? <laughs> You could literally replace it with any other cop drama and just call it call it Law and Order, and it's the same thing, you know. Well, it's still on there because people watch the crap out of it. Yeah, and watch the reruns. Like it's ridiculous. Um. So, uh, uh, not to we're talking about other things. Not to continue down the rabbit hole but have you been following the american gods scandal <laughs> scandal no orlando jones was fired well, what was he harassing people no he says it was racially motivated that uh he was told that his representative now we didn't get to see much of him in season one and i haven't watched season two so you did watch season two right uh, no, I watched like three episodes. Oh, okay. Maybe oh, he was should, good, though. Maybe we should binge watch that next week since I'm working from Columbus. We could just watch that and do a special like American Gods Season 2 episode. That could be fun. Um, <clears throat> but he claims it was racially motivated. Um, and I'm inclined to believe him because why wouldn't you believe him? Uh, that his uh, representation uh, of whatever his character is was too controversial and like they didn't want uh, that kind of, uh, I don't know how to word it. Like he words it a specific way and I don't want to misquote him or anything. But it's pretty... Interesting, and they've also fired another actor, and he was also black. Crispin Glover moves to guest star. K K Young Kim, Kim, K Young Kim, not returning for season three. Not sure who she was playing. Jillian Anderson is gone. Yep, I knew that. Oh, she was new. Me- K K N Kim is new media. 
Uh, Crispin Glover. Crispin Glover probably won't be back for season three, according to this. And I don't. Let's see. I don't see the thing you were talking about with. Let's see. Man, they're losing people left and right. Sorry, had to take a phone call. So anyway, yeah, the shows, I don't know how it's still on the air with, or going forward with the amount of people that they've lost, fired, changed, the, the showrunners have changed, the, like, what are they doing? <laughs> well, apparently the same company, the production company, um, what is their name? Fremantle. Mm-hmm. They're also behind America's Got Talent. Oh, nice. And they, uh, Gabrielle Union left that show because of, yep. like, yeah, some kind of mistreatment or something. Yep. So, hmm. Well, maybe they'll get their asses shut down or learn a lesson at least. Um, ridiculous. So. Yeah, that might be fun. We can, uh, I mean, since I'll be up working, so we can watch a couple of episodes a night and then do like a short little, like, <laughs> hey, here's what American God season two was like. The season guy that played the gin. Nightmare. <laughs> the guy that played the gin, he's not coming back either. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, season one was not good, but. You know, like if they were season trying to build started off promising. Yeah, if they were trying to build towards something like this doesn't bode well. So <laughs> I don't um, see how they're keeping it on the air. I mean somebody with some deep pockets. So, um you're probably in for a couple like a uh, I was saying earlier, we're definitely gonna do the next episode at some point this week. Uh, we won't probably won't get to the finale till after Christmas, but we're gonna try to do a special Christmas episode, talking about our favorite Christmas movies, or even TV episodes or whatever. I'm gonna throw it out there and see what everybody else has got to say, and we'll, we'll talk talk that to kind of boost our episode count a little bit, um, heading into the finale. So gonna be fun um we both not watched the next episode because we've been waiting to talk about this one so i'm ready to sign off and go see the beginning of the end um, can't wait i'm not gonna watch it tonight but well i'm at work so yeah <laughs> definitely watching it tonight so um anyway uh at mr robot podcast on twitter uh, Mr. Robot Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to email us, uh, automatic for the people or patreon.com slash automatic for the people. If you want to support the show, I've almost got all our previous episodes uploaded there, the ones that aren't on iTunes. So for a buck, you can download all the episodes that are no longer available on iTunes of this series. Um, 
eventually they'll all be there just as like a, an archive so that they're somewhere, you know, um, uh, go check out everything else we do. Xwingfiles.com. Although it's been a little quiet lately because of sickness and holidays, but you know, we'll get back to it, especially once, uh, the new movie comes out. So, which is, uh, tomorrow night as we're recording this. I can't wait. So even though the reviews are not good. <laughs> yeah. I heard it's a lot of fan service. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm kind of okay with that, but we'll see. Uh, I just don't like bad fan service. Um, well, I saw two articles today. One talked about how it's the worst of all of them, and it retcons a lot of crap that they've already... Like, it steps on the other two movies, basically. Well, that's um, Yeah. And then I read... Well, I didn't read the one that said it's the best of of the Skywalker saga, and because uh, I was like, well, I'm not reading that because uh, that's I shouldn't have read the one. Well, I only read half of it because it when it said spoilers, I was like, okay, I'm out of here. Yeah, I don't blame you. Um, I did. I did find something cool today that. Now I'm upset I have to wait a whole year for what? <clears throat> uh, Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga. Is this all the Lego? I guess. Star Wars. December 2020. Yeah. That'll be fun. I know. I was like, oh my god, I can't wait. <laughs> Merry Christmas to you. So, um, anyway. Uh, go do all that stuff. We'll be back uh, later this week talking about um, the uh, 10th episode, the penultimate episode of uh, Mr. Robot. So we'll see you guys then. Bye, everybody. Here's a little ghost for the offering Yeah, 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 yeah Here's a truck stop instead of St. Peter's Yeah, 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 yeah Mr. Andy Coffin's gone wrestling Yeah, 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 yeah Andy, did you hear about this one? Tell me